welcome to the Research Works podcast. My name is Dr. Dana Poole and I get the privilege of bringing to you a very special series this week. I am here in Slovenia at the European Academy of Childhood Disability interviewing the researchers and presenters about their work. This is very exciting and I can't wait for you to delve into this whole research conference series. We hope you enjoy the series. Welcome back, everyone. ResearchWorks podcast, a special edition conference series here at EACD Slovenia 2023. Like I've been saying before, amazing presentations and posters alike. And I love that we get to talk about some of the posters. There are over 300 posters here, and that's just such a breadth of information and research that's been happening. And it's been lovely to be able to go into some of them in a bit more detail. And so we do have one of the poster authors right here uh, today joining us on the show. Welcome, Dr. Christina Simon Martinez. Welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so you're from the University of Applied Sciences in Valais in Switzerland. Goodness me, Switzerland just sounds like such a beautiful, idyllic place to live. Was it far to travel to get here? No, it was uh, very nice. I, I just uh, took a train to Zurich and then I came here by plane and it was oh, all nice. Lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely. It's been such a lovely place to come and meet so many people from different countries and just to be able to see the kind of work that people have been doing. Um, your work is really intriguing because I can see how topical it would be and, and, and how it could be used. And so the name of your poster was Rehabot, a chatbot between therapists and patients to establish tele-rehabilitation programs and quantify their outcome. Great words in there. And the minute you say telehealth, tele-rehab, everyone's like, oh my goodness, we were living there and we could still be there. How does this look like? So tell me a little bit about how you and your team came to, to do this kind of work. Yeah, so um, this was a collaboration between the University of Valladolid and uh, the University of Applied Sciences in uh, Switzerland. We started collaborating uh, right after my PhD in 2019, and uh, we got many ideas on how we could collaborate in uh, in uh, the field of biomechanics and uh, and motion analysis because uh, yeah, that was also part of my PhD. Ah, great. So we thought, uh, what about if we actually bring all this to home to monitoring the patients, how they are doing, and how we can uh, maybe evaluate if they are doing it also at home and not only the clinics because lab-based motion yeah. analysis is also very very, um, different. very specific yeah. uh, how they move there and how maybe they, they want to show you their best and it's not exactly so what they true. are going to do yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, every day. So we thought about bringing that home and then uh, uh, doing this tele-rehab uh, to monitor also what they were doing there and we decided to, um, uh, to develop a chatbot. So a chatbot is... Um, a communication uh, platform that we developed in a Telegram and is now in Telegram in the in in the messenger uh, application okay. because um, they have an API where it's very easy to develop a chatbot or, or to connect to, to a chatbot. Okay. So it's not any artificial intelligence based system, <laughs> it's just a chatbot of uh, if or coding system and uh, it's going to talk a little bit with the, with the participant, with the family or with the patient. I um, see. Uh, how are you doing today? Uh, welcome back to the session. So we make it a little bit more motivating so that they actually can do the exercise. Cool. What we wanted to do actually was to uh, replace what the physios normally tell them, okay, at home this week you are going to do this and this <laughs> exercise and then maybe make some uh, schema in a paper and uh, don't forget to do these repetitions. And uh -huh. so, so normally, or maybe they write a, a, a better report um, on what they have to do, but uh, this is not really motivated. And the paper, as a mom, I think I would put in my bag and I would say, okay, let's go uh, to the next appointment or, or, yes. or to the next thing. Yeah. And then you just forget about it or yeah, uh, the so next true. appointment arrives and 
yeah, the paper, I didn't do it. <laughs> um, so, so we wanted to have the system that also allows uh, the patient to, to program the notifications and to set reminders on when they can do the exercises and it sends uh, videos uh, that the physio can do individually for this specific patient. So when you do it in the session, you kind of uh, record yourself on which video they have to do at home. Okay. Uh, they upload it there. They create the session, how many repetitions they have to do with a little bit of the description. And uh, it's uh, uh, sent off to that specific patient. Wow. And the program can be for two, three weeks or for the time that the physio actually thinks is important. If they are going to train more strength or more fine motricity or, uh, mm. or, or, or balance or or other type of uh, therapeutic op objectives. So everything is set up more in a functional way and not uh, on very analytic movements, of course. Yeah, sure. it's like a, a beautiful ecosystem that you've created there to allow sort of that interaction. Um, and it's also just sounds like something that, I mean, it's the way the world's headed, isn't it? Like we are using technology more and more and we need to find different avenues of how we can use it. I imagine this became something that was quite useful during the pandemic to communicate with families. and Yes, indeed. Yeah. So all this started right before the pandemic and we thought, okay, we will need to have uh, to convince people to use it or, or to, to, to show them how to use the, the technology. But actually the pandemic did us a favor because everyone got something like this installed or yeah. were using already something like this. And, and they found already uh, in their experience the advantage of using these things. So that was already very nice. And, uh, and, and we thought, okay, the pandemic did actually that job for us. <laughs> um, and now we, we only have to actually make it better than other applications that are out there. Okay. Um, we know, or I'm, I'm aware actually that uh, not every application is for everyone so uh, in the in the field of neuro, uh, neurodevelopmental disabilities uh, uh, every child is a specific, is uh, is unique every family mm. is unique mm. they work in different ways and we cannot do a very general uh, if we do it very general then no one will use it if we do it very specific yeah. then it becomes Only very a few very people expensive. use it yep. <laughs> also yeah yep. and and uh, uh, to find the right balance between that and the use of technology then it, we need to always take into account all the cost uh, effectiveness uh, yeah, sure. uh, of each product, right? So that's... Because uh, there's so much upkeep and, and software checks and, and um, updates that you might need to do. Did you do this in any other languages? Or, or how many languages did you do this in? Yeah, so actually, uh, because it started uh, collaboration already at the international level. So uh, originally, I'm also from Spain, but I was based in Switzerland, so I didn't want to do something only for Spain. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the country, not, uh, I, so I have nothing against them, right? But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to do it also something that we could use it there with hospitals in uh, Switzerland. And uh, Switzerland is very beautiful, uh, rich in yes. uh, lakes, mountains, but also in languages. Like so we I, have three yeah. languages, um, <laughs> Italian, German and French. And of course, we wanted to do, to, uh, to do it in English. Too. Yeah, sure. So now, so far, the software is uh, is developed in four languages, in, mm -hmm. in Spanish, uh, English, German and French. That so is that we can absolutely use incredible. In, I think, uh, 80% of the... Of Switzerland and in all. That is incredible. Spain. That is absolutely incredible. So, what 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 did you find? What were some of the outcomes of what you found in terms of how how this worked and how how it was used? Yeah. So so far, uh, we got the software developed, which is uh, already something uh, a whole uh, challenge and a whole achievement, Amazing. we think. Um, and now we are in the phase of testing it. So the, the software works in a way that the, the physiotherapist has access uh, to to their clinics. So we set sure. up a clinic in each of the. Um, 
of uh, um, uh, of the so of the platform, okay. um, and we introduce there or include uh, setup accounts for for physiotherapists, occupational therapists, and all the therapists that, that uh, who want actually to use the, the software too. Um, once they do that, they have there a database of exercises of videos that uh, two very 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 kind students of the of the school of physiotherapy in Valle have actually developed and they put there. Oh, um, wow. I, I think there are around uh, uh, over. 70 exercises with different uh, difficulty levels uh, specific for children with cerebral palsy, GMFCS levels 1 to 3. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, it's already very uh, uh, something valuable there that the physios don't have to start with a blank page. Okay, oh, I have to my stick drawings are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at that. So <laughs> what they have to do then the physio is uh, uh, login with their account. Mm -hmm. I see the physio uh, but it's actually the therapist. Yeah. They log in with their account and they are going to choose uh, a patient mm -hmm. to, uh, to start a new session. Yeah. Uh, with the session, they are going to include the exercises and set up the description and, and the materials that... Uh, they may need to use mm -hmm. so that they are aware of if they need to prepare something for the session sure. but normally we I personally want that is uh, nothing very far from what you can have at home yeah. so if you would need to use a stick maybe use something yeah, that you have at home and not a specific available. stick that we have in therapy because otherwise it doesn't serve the purpose and and uh, you, yeah, you said it for how long you want to do it uh, okay. so the patient is going to receive uh, instructions on how to download Rehabot and how to, to connect to their patient account yeah. And and to set up the alarms uh, if they want an, as a notification and when uh, they they want to do the exercises right. according also to the frequency that the uh, yeah, that the therapist has set up in the application okay. if I want to do it twice a week or if I want to. Uh, propose it to do it twice a week or three times a week. Um, so it's very specific. You know, the therapist can have a lot of control over yeah. what they would recommend. Yeah. And then is is the unique part about? I mean, all of it's it's incredible. But it's the really unique part about this is that it's quite interactive because there is that sort of, I guess, that chatbot is something that Indeed. I haven't quite heard of. So once the the patient downloads it, uh, then there are some stickers and dogs actually showing up that talk to you. Hello, welcome to the session. How are you doing today? <laughs> and they can they can give options and they can chat with the with the application. Um, uh, uh, so that would be they do it in in a more individual way for for all the kids, but uh, the families can also be uh, um, included there to do it with their with uh, younger kids. And, yeah, and I think for families, it's maybe also something yeah. useful and and uh, and interactive and, yeah. and motivating to wonderful. do it to increase the adherence to the treatment. Right? Yeah, it's wonderful. So then they are going to see the videos that the physio or that the therapist actually sent to them. Uh -huh. uh, the videos are uh, just. Just a very individual videos. If you want to do your own videos, so you are just going to to turn on the camera and do it as, uh, as okay. good as you can. So they okay. are not really professional, but we want also to to keep this um, human interaction. That's this real. Is, it's my therapist who's yeah. doing there, and it's not an avatar. It's not a so the avatar could also be dice for uh, younger kids yeah. to have animals doing the exercise yeah. for you or something <laughs> yeah. like that. That yeah. is, uh, uh, but we don't want to get there because uh, we think that it may also reduce. Um, how the uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the kids perceive how these movements have to be done. Sure. Um, so it's a little bit of a trade-off sure. there between yeah. quality yeah. and uh, motivation, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Wow. And then at the end of each exercise, uh, the patients are also um, asked about uh, was the exercise difficult? Was the exercise clear? Do you want to repeat the exercise? Do you want to leave a message uh, to your okay. therapist? Okay. So they can also say, uh, the, uh, I did it with another material or I, I mm. actually fell three times or I hope it doesn't happen. So you happen, can give right? that feedback. So they can give that feedback yeah. And, yeah. and the therapist can also um, read that feedback afterwards and maybe modify the training according into that but uh, uh, in, instead of uh, losing that part of the therapist when the patient arrives how was the week did you do this did you do that and yeah. so you can have everything in a very uh, in a very short and summarized report um, mm. that uh, can also be used to follow up longitudinally how the patient mm. is doing it wow so it sounds so comprehensive you know, you've gone from right from the beginning uh, planning the implementation and the follow up it's, it's that lovely collaborative um, ability to work with the families and the children yeah. to be very specific. So, yeah. gosh, that sounds really exciting. So, when do you think, you know, where to from here? When can we get our hands on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, right now, we are in the phase of, um, of uh, testing it with the therapists and with families. Okay. Testing it only in, the, in terms of, uh, do you like the application? Do you, uh, 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 on, uh, from the user experience point of view, sure. do you like it? Do you think it's uh, pretty? Because that's also important, right? Of course, uh, yeah. Do you like the colors? Do you like yeah. the functionalities? Would you like... Uh, uh, to have other functionalities so we have a list of uh, future functionalities and we are asking uh, asking them also about the importance uh, to, to already prioritize what we are going to work on next yep. so that's also part of working with the therapist and working with the patients and with the families to further develop this, uh, this application okay. uh, I think that's all we heard in the conference in the use of technology in, yeah. the, in the past days yep. and working with them uh, developing with them so that's also what we are doing yeah, now absolutely meets the needs the questionnaires are now uh, going to be sent in a couple of weeks after they have done uh, uh, um, completed actually the three weeks session that they have for okay. uh, to, uh, to test the application okay. and I hope next year at the uh, next EACD in Bruges <laughs> I can actually bring some results on the feasibility and uh, the user experience that's of wonderful. this application. That's wonderful and I think this is the joy of being at conferences is that you get to hear about things that are be de being developed right now. We know it takes you know a few years for articles to be you know put together and published and by that stage you know people could have benefited from it. So now that we know about it, we'll look out for it and we will... Um, no pressure, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's always one of those things we can add to our toolbox because certain things will meet needs for certain families. We keep talking about matching that and, and you know, things aren't necessarily competing. They're just choices and options. Yeah, and this is true. a great choice and an option. And you've already got all many, so many languages covered. So it's pretty <laughs> incredible as it is. So thank you so much for sharing this knowledge, sharing this work that you've been doing. I'm really excited to see where this is going to Head. No, thank you very much for having me, and I'm really happy to share my work here. Oh, that's wonderful. And I, I, uh, I'm happy to discuss the future developments of Rehabot. Absolutely. With you guys. No, 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 I'll be definitely emailing you. We'll stay in touch for sure. I think this is really important. So, Perfect. thank you very much, and to all of our listeners, I hope you enjoyed that too. Let's stay tuned for yes, so many more new things that are coming along the way, and the conference has been fabulous for that. So, yeah, I hope you've been enjoying, and we'll talk to you all again really soon. There's more to come. Bye. Thank you.